It is Sunday for us. I don't know when you guys will be hearing this, but it's time for Wasteland and Anime Pod. This is your boy, Dom Esquivon, joined as always by the Prince of Anime himself. Nathaniel Garofalo, great to be here oh. on this fine oh, Sunday. God. Nathaniel, everything everything is coming together. I mean, mm-hmm. we, got, we got Attack on Titan. We got uh, Mushiko Tensei, uh, Jobless Reincarnation. We got a little DBZ to chat about. And uh, did I miss anything? DBZ, Demon Slayer. Uh, Demon Slayer. Yes, I was talking. I wasn't talking shit. I wasn't. I wasn't in love with what I was seeing last week. But this week, different story. We'll get to it when we get to it. First and foremost, Nathan Yule, uh, you've been reading Hawks Pox, House of X, Powers of Ten. Talk to me about what you've read since we last discussed. Uh, if there have been any revelations or any uh, new characters that you're seeing that you're like, oh, who the fuck is this? Or are they like, talk to me, man. Give, give me, give me, give me your tidbits. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I said briefly before we started recording, it, it really, it's, it's not a lot. I, I read a bit. I was having, I was struggling with the, the website that I was reading it on was giving me a lot it's of. It's easier on the phone, just so you know. Well, I was on the phone and what? yeah, and it was literally spamming me like every 10 seconds, like getting these Alibaba ads, like every 10 seconds. I'm like, (laughs) I can't do this. So that kind of put me off. Oh man. Um, but okay. Maybe I'll try to find a different link for you, but so talk talk to me. I, I, I was, I don't know. I, I feel like ultimately, um, I'm the because I, I was very surprised last week when you said that this was supposed to be like the jump like a jump in point to x-men and i know uh, i it's fine but at the same time um you know i kind of said this last week a little bit but i i'm feeling hindered by it just feels like i should have a better understanding of this world and these characters because everything that's happening is just like going over my head and it's so such as uh i don't know i mean again i really didn't read that much i think i finished chapter two or issue two Mm -hmm. um there were people in some space base i Mm. don't know who they are i don't remember their names at all yeah you're i mean your tech, I mean, you should and shouldn't know who they are. It's they're in a space base. Was it uh like were the X Men there to like do a mission? Was that some shit that went down, or was it just like them, like it was other, like other people? It seemed like it was. There's one big guy, like a God all white it, with a purple from. face. I think so, and I think some sort of okay. woman. Yeah, who, so that would be Nimrod and omega sentinel what nimrod no i i feel like i know the i've like heard of nimrod uh it's just um yeah what's nimrod's deal tell me tell me about nimrod um as far as i know nimrod is a well you're aware of what like sentinels are right Mm. They're the big ass robots. I am, but that no one else listening is. Sentinels are big ass robots that are designed specifically to kill um, any human with uh, an X gene. So Mm. basically, Nimrod is 
an evolution of that. It's uh mm. it's a like a humanoid type. Well, not even humanoid. It's big ass. It's a big ass robot, <laughs> but it has a brain inside of its head somewhere. So is so he is he against the X Men? He fights against the oh, X Men. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. He hates all mutants. Yeah. Uh, his job is to eradicate anything with an X gene. And uh, the woman mm. that you saw along with him is Omega Sentinel. And she is a hybrid of technology and like living tissue. So mm. she's like the the end point of uh, like humanity and technology fused together, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, so that was like issue two. I'm trying to remember how that kind of finished off. I can't quite remember. I remember mm. like that kind of meeting. And then I started the third issue and we were getting some like backstory, it seemed like, for some girl who was like sick as a child. And then that's Moira McTaggart. Okay. That's uh so yeah, so if you just started issue 3, that's when it starts going into her background as uh a mutant and mm. um what it what exactly her powers are, which I said last week unfortunately was a spoiler because you hadn't gotten that far, but it's reincarnation. Mm -hmm. So her being okay. sick as a child is going to lead to her death, which will lead to her being born again. And that's how she discovers her mutant ability. But uh, yeah, mm. Man, I, maybe I should just find a different link for you. Well, or, I, what? What? No, no, no. Oh, I was just going to say I, I was like trying to find a different link. And I think I found one that seems less spammy. Oh, yeah? OK, um, so I, I, I might have a good one, but I like just found this earlier today. I haven't really. That's just how I was starting the word this Moira McTaggart backstory. Yes, Moira McTaggart. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think just other general thoughts. It just, I mean, again, I kind of, it's maybe just more fleshed out thoughts that I was having last week. But um, yeah, it's just, um, it's interesting that this is like, it, it, definitely feels like more of a it's like some hybrid between like you're jumping into some you know narrative because there's characters and scenes of things happening but it's like that mixed with like a history book or something or like an encyclopedia yeah. where it's like here's the history of the world mixed with we're gonna jump into this scene with people actually in characters interacting and then we kind of like jump back and it's a little more like you know what i mean yeah yeah no i definitely get what you mean because i mean me being the comic nerd that i am and while i do love the x-men i took a number of years away from them like i'll only pick up a couple books here and there uh from marvel and i was only really into the x-men when and I know his name is like synonymous with shit takes now, but Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon did an X-Men mm -hmm. run uh, a few like shit, man. It's 2022 now. So it's like 18 years ago, 19 years ago that he did this run. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not sure, but 
I, I really enjoyed that run. I picked it up in trade and it kind of got me back on board with the X-Men for a while. And, uh, but then shit went down and I stopped buying Marvel for a very long time. Uh, but this brought me back. And while I definitely agree with you where you're saying like you should have, or it feels as though you should have like a greater understanding about who these characters are at the same time, you don't necessarily have to because like, so the house of X thing, that is essentially them forming the Island nation of Krakoa, like the end point that the mutants will be. It's mm-hmm. them trying to like get to that point. Powers of 10, the companion book is more or less the few, the possible future of what we're seeing now. So, and you have to like, while you're reading powers of 10, you're going to be introduced to a lot of characters that technically don't exist because it's a thousand years in the future. And only if certain characters make certain decisions in house of X. Hmm. Yeah. So that's why when reading Hickman, you have to take it with like a grain of salt where like some stuff is definitely going to come back into play and other stuff is just there to be like a red herring. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, I just finished the finale to Hickman's, uh, X-Men run, um, Inferno, which I mean, it, he picked up a lot of threads that he laid down in House of X and Powers of Ten, and it was it was a beautiful, beautiful finale. But I want I I need you to finish this eventually, like you know, sooner rather than later. Mm. Uh, hopefully by next week, we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, I just need yeah I need to know what you think, and I want to get like a greater uh understanding of how you see these characters moving forward and just what you think of the world because it is an audacious um like just task that jonathan hickman and others have set out upon to basically restructure the entire world of the mutants which i know you don't really have that much of an understanding on or like a great appreciation for because you don't really read quote-unquote superhero comics but Mm-hmm. for the last 40 years like mutants and x-men and the comics they've been like a convoluted mess just like because there's so much time travel and there are so many clones and it's yeah it's just a confusing jumble at times and what hickman did is he just like consolidated it and made it so like while all of the history did happen you don't necessarily need it because right now is where we start and everything that happened before is just prologue. So yeah, uh, that's basically where I'm at and why I sent it to you because like, it's been the greatest comic book achievement in a very long time. Yeah, basically. So, uh, please, please keep reading. Yeah. And I'm glad that you found a less spammy link. Mm -hmm. I think it'll, it'll, Uh, it'll help. Definitely. So what else is going on with you, man? Anything new? Anything exciting? Mm, like in my life? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, in your life. <sighs> um, no, I don't think anything. No. Ex- okay. not, nothing exciting is going on. Um, 
I mean, it's just like getting into the new year, trying to figure shit out. I had a big, mm. uh, I kind of like, it. it is like too big of a story to get into here, but I separated myself from my old, um, the work that I had been doing with a specific um, company for the past like year plus. And this, um, isn't, this isn't connected to the dude that gave you shrooms, is it? Uh, it is. Yeah, it's it's Damn his it, Nathaniel. You're company. supposed to keep him around. Um, uh, OK. Yeah. So so the I, shroom plug is gone. Yeah, he's he's no longer. Fuck you. I All still right. I still have. I still have the ones that I have and I haven't touched them. Great. Okay. Well, but I'll, I'll send. I'll send them to you. Oh, oh, you'll send them. I mean, I can always go out there, but whatever. Mm. Let's. Yeah, um, I digress. You're saying. But yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how much I want to get into it, but it was just like clear that. Oh, did you have to sign an NDA? No. Well, I mean, there were NDAs for like the specific work we were doing, but not in terms of the like. And it's just like. Things were not going well, and um, mm. it was just escalated very quickly uh. to, well, it was like a slow escalation, and then like right at the end, it was like this very quick escalation where I was like, I can't uh, do this hmm. anymore. And so okay. it was, yeah, it, it's kind of, it was this very kind of weird, messy thing. Um, so I'm kind of like, you know trying to figure out like how to navigate without that you know with work stuff and like trying to like now that i have like a bunch of free time like trying to get like personal projects on the ground off the ground um you know right, like right. Uh, a new short film that Ooh. i want to do and just uh, you know other stuff like that just tell me the entire plot of the short film what's up okay we open on uh <laughs> fade in yeah i'll just read the script uh okay cool but yeah no so it's been i don't scary is not the right word but it's uh it's it's exciting there's like some work that i have lined up you know all freelance right. kind of stuff but um it's i'm kind of waiting for that to come in so just kind of like waiting and uh working on grinding on personal projects and stuff but that's oh, sort that's of dope. been my new year so far what what about you okay anything new nothing nothing new uh hanging out with family hanging out with the girlfriend just working mm -hmm. uh yeah uh my new year has been the same as well not the same as last year it's just it's plugging along slowly but surely you know um I'm just in a better place and I like where I'm at right now. So I just want to keep nice. that train moving. Yeah. And uh, I think in the new year, I'm going to start taking things a little bit more seriously, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I want to grow up a little bit <laughs> because uh, I'm approaching, I'm approaching my mid thirties. Mm. It's yeah. It's bone chilling, but I don't know. It just feels like uh it's time to grow up. It's time to put the Peter Pan dreams away and start uh, living life as as an adult. Maybe starting a savings account. 
I don't know. <laughs> I might get wild, start putting ten yeah. bucks away from every paycheck. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I I always hear, or like not always, but every once in a while, you hear those whatever some video online of someone being like if when you were 18 you put away 50 bucks every month into oh. this specific account by the time you're 50 you'd have over a million dollars and i'm like dude fuck off i didn't do that okay like yeah i'm sorry yeah, i'm sorry I that i didn't yeah. do that i remember one time i went to the bank and i was just trying to like cash a check or do something and i had to speak to a teller and a supervisor came over and they just happened to like look at my account and they were just like, Oh, I see you've been banging with us for so long. Why don't you have a savings account? And I'm like, <laughs> because I, I live paycheck to paycheck. That's why But yeah. I, I, I didn't say that, but I was just like, because I, I save for what, what are you talking about? Save. I, I, I have no money to save, but now I'm not saying I do have money to save, but I can live my life differently. I've found a way to like cut out some of the bullshit and I can put some money away for like just in case, because mm -hmm. just in case like that shit comes up sometimes and you need the money. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe in 2022, I'll grow up a little bit. Um, like maybe, uh, get this audio and, uh, use it as evidence later on mm -hmm. when I'm a billionaire. And I'm like, see, told you, told you, uh, but let's, let's transition. Let's move on mm. to what we're actually here for. Let's get into the nitty gritty of our anime smorgasbord. Certainly. Uh, you know, let's get DBZ out of the way. We had seven episodes to watch 139 to 146. Whoa, whoa, whoa. With... wait a minute. What? Whoa, whoa, what? What? Okay. I should have fucking clarified this because you... you what you can't hear me uh now can i can't you're breaking up for a second oh sorry up? clarify what what did you watch all right you i should have clarified because i thought that this sounded strange but you texted me oh my god you only watched you, two episodes you didn't give you that's what you said i thought it was weird but that's what you said you idiot no no you're no. a big you, old you're, dummy you give me the episodes Every time we I do this, I thought it sounded weird, but you didn't. <laughs> well, I was ex I was excited that we only had two. I wasn't trying to like you discover piece of shit. Why didn't how how many episodes was I supposed to know to watch? Eh, we always watch seven, but whatever. No, man. we don't it, always watch seven. We don't always watch seven. I'm pretty sure we always watch seven. There, but it, we, it is what it is. Okay, you can only talk about the two episodes, one thirty-seven and one thirty-eight fine that's what fine, you told Daniel. that's what you told me fine Tre look you got to treat me like i'm you're really you're losing it in 2022 on our other podcast you forgot to watch one week now you you're like just willy oh we're only watching two episodes of dbz okay all right fine 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 I, okay, but Please. also i i look i got the receipts open here the the you you yeah, did no, say I well, just yeah, you said, I know what I said. Even if and this is even if I did watch the full seven, you said just pay attention to the piccolo shit in one thirty seven, one thirty eight, and fast forward through everything else. So what? What's the difference? <laughs> Pretend I fast forwarded through, through everything. Through everything else, else of one thirty seven and one thirty eight. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, we've been <laughs> friends long enough that I felt that you would just you'd pick up on that. That you would mm. just know. Hmm. Apparently, I was wrong. 
Okay, so we got a, we have a couple episodes to talk about of DBZ. Uh, let's get into it. Nathaniel, what were your thoughts on these episodes? It gives a little bit more uh, uh, color to our boy Piccolo, mm-hmm. um, the Namekian post boy, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because I mean, like, I it, it gave some there was some flashbacks to like him and yeah. little boy Goku. And that's the stuff that I have a lot less experience with just cause like I watched some, you know, summary of dragon ball, um, you know, in preparation for DBZ. So like a lot of the Piccolo stuff, I was kind of coming into DBZ like fresh basically, but you know, like you tell me things and I, you know, whatever, but so I don't really like my experience with Piccolo is like not as him as like an evil dude, mm. you know? So it's weird to like in those flashbacks where I'm seeing him with like the evil villain cackle and like, yeah, all that shit. King Piccolo. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not into this Piccolo. I'm not into this Piccolo. I know the stoic, Ooh. like good guy. Yeah. Piccolo. I mean, I mean, yeah, he like he's a good guy. Like he's more noble, I would say. You know, because I mean, even villains can be noble. But uh, he was more like early on in the DBZ run. I think you'll remember he was more of like a noble antihero because he was still telling Goku like, "I'm gonna beat your fucking ass after we get rid of this threat. Mm-hmm. Like after we get rid of like these guys, then you and me we we have at it." Um, but then he slowly became an ally to the rest of uh, the Z fighters where when he started training Gohan, they went to the planet Namek, all that shit. So yeah, now we see uh, this new threat has arrived uh, to the planet. Wait, did you see the new threat? Not, not the androids. Uh, No, then I didn't. Oh, God damn it. Nathaniel. Oh, such a disappointment that I didn't see the new threat. Is it just going to be someone else who is claims they're stronger than everyone? I mean, he is stronger than everyone, (laughs) you cocky bitch. Uh, We are entering (sighs) the Cell saga. Cell Cell. is finally here. Yeah, Cell is here. All right, I've heard of Cell. Yeah, no, I was very interested to see what she thought about these episodes, but I guess I need to text like well, implicit instructions. The, the listeners will have to wait on bated breath to hear my hot takes mm. on Cell. Yeah, there uh, was actually like a couple good episodes where it was uh, like a sort of horror type thing mm. because uh, Cell, he's a he's a goddamn monster. Hmm. Yeah, uh, he's a little different from the androids. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I'm interested to see how because like we just got introduced to these like three new androids who are villains yeah, yeah. and now we're getting another guy who's a villain. So I'm kind of interested to see how that. Yeah. Plays out. I mean, they're, it's they're They're all bad, but different, different degrees. Like there's levels to this shit. Nathaniel and mm. cell. He's the baddest. Basically. That's hmm. what you need to realize. Is he the baddest um, in all of dragon ball Z? Um, well, 
Yes and no. Yes, because um, he is the greatest threat that they've had to like fight so far, and he is relentless. And there's some major consequences to um, fighting Cell. And he, I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't. Um, but then there are other villains later on. There's a villain that I'm thinking of who's more dangerous but I wouldn't consider this villain necessarily more evil than Cell. Hmm. Yeah. If um, you uh, if you get what I'm saying there. Sure. Um. Well, I mean, the other thing, really quick, that I was like, how far through Dragon Ball? Like, it, are we like halfway through? Wait, okay. halfway through Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it says there's only a hundred or two hundred ninety-one episodes, so we're like almost halfway, right? Mm, I don't know. Let me. I can check the funny app right now. Well, we're currently at the end of uh, season four, or we would mm. have been had you watched those episodes. Mm. Um. Yeah, so there's five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, we're halfway through, I guess. Wow. Uh, th- and how many episodes did you say there were? 291, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. we're halfway through. All right. Or at least I am. Sure. You still have well, to watch the other ones. I'll, look, fine. To make it up to you and the audience, I'll watch these plus more. It'll, it'll be um, it'll take up all next week uh, yeah so we're on se- we're at the end of season four and cell sticks around up through season six dang is that one single fight or <laughs> <laughs> is there two is there shit. two and a half season long fight uh, no, it's uh, Goku powering up and training for 19 episodes. Um, Fascinating. I'm kidding. It's yeah. it's not him doing I, that. But there, I, yeah, um, there is more backstory to Trunks that is coming. Um, there's a really cool scene from the future with Trunks realizing <laughs> what he needs to do, which I fucking love. I loved that scene with trunks but i digress whenever you see it is when you see it and it's beautiful it's one of like the top tier moments in dbz mm. because i mean trunks is like he's a shit he came in with that cool ass jacket the sword and everything yeah we have to see his origins we have i mean at this point has he said who trained him in fighting at all i don't think so okay it's pretty interesting who ends up being his master and uh yeah it's just a cool segment that they uh touch upon in the episodes yeah i mean i'm excited for that because like you know i really like trunks um and yeah well in these episodes in the episodes i did watch i thought it was interesting that he he keeps throwing out these like curveballs of like stuff that's different you know and Mm -hmm. in the episodes i saw he was saying how what what was it? It was like that like the power levels are all off with these androids. 
that like they're way uh, they're stronger more powerful. Here? Yeah, they're more powerful than they are than they were in the future. But also the fact that um the androids that he faced weren't uh, or maybe we but touched upon this last week. You say there weren't three? There weren't four androids. Yeah, there or, weren't four, there were just two. Cause uh yeah. they like the Z fighters they fought Dr. Giro, who was an android, and the tubby one. And now they already did that. They have to fight the other two who are uh, 16, 17, or 16, 17, and then 18 as well. So the other three, mm-hmm. I guess. But uh, yeah, that hadn't happened in Trunks' timeline. So him coming back and giving Goku the medicine and doing all this other stuff has changed the timeline. So it's not his time anymore, essentially. he's. I think it's an alternate reality, personally. It's an alternate timeline, I guess. But yeah, that's something that's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, Piccolo, he has to, well, Vegeta, he takes an L. He takes a massive L. He gets his shit wrecked. And yeah. Piccolo decides the only, like, the only way to potentially defeat the androids is by going back to Kami, uh, the guardian of Earth, and fusing with him in order to... Uh, gain more power uh the caveat to this being if piccolo were to die then all the dragon balls on earth are no more like they they have no dragon they can't wish him back so there's a huge risk uh to this um did you have any thoughts on it like did you know that uh piccolo was essentially like birthed from like an egg and then <laughs> there's this commie guy no. who's his other half who is like the pure good version of him and he i mean i guess piccolo is technically the pure evil version of his former self but he's learned nobility and honor and shit so now he's not I, evil anymore i mean i was definitely confused by that because when in the flashback when he was like when the older dude was saying that he was you know birthed from Kami. an egg yeah we saw that like that version of him like threw up the egg, but then he like exploded. But then like later in the flashback, he was like talking to the, the new one. Like I was confused in like how there are two did one get killed and destroyed. The original King Piccolo did, but he had puked up an egg of like a new Piccolo, I guess. So That's where, my understanding. So where did it. Kami come from? I don't know. But I thought they were like two halves where that, Kami I mean, was like yeah. pure good and Piccolo's like evil. I mean, that's what they were kind of saying, I thought, but I just didn't really understand where because I like I get that okay, it seems like Piccolo came from I'm an reading egg. right now. But yeah, I just didn't really understand where Kami came from. Okay, so I just Googled it. It says Kami and Piccolo are both essentially the first Namek to appear in the series. Um, let me see. Doing so, the Namek expelled this evil. Okay, so there's evil inside Kami. He expelled the evil, which became Piccolo. Um, hmm. Yeah, so. When Kami got to Earth, he had evil inside of him, and he decided, Bleh! and that created Piccolo. 
But then that Piccolo fought Goku, and while he was fighting Goku, he spit out another egg. So King Piccolo was the original evil Piccolo that fought Goku back in the Dragon Ball days. Hmm. He was the one who was trying to take over Earth. But Goku defeated him, and not knowing that there was another egg Piccolo, that Piccolo was birthed and decided he would kill Goku as well. But then he was defeated by Goku and became a good dude eventually. That's what I'm getting from what I'm reading here. Hmm. Is that track? Uh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Okay. Am I breaking up to you? Because you're breaking up for me. Just a little bit. Really? Yeah, just a little bit. I don't know. It could be my uh, Wi-Fi. I don't know. I got Comcast. Hmm. What do you have? What do you have over there? Are you using Spectrum? What do you got? Uh, Comcast. Xfinity. What? Xfinity? You can't. What? Can you not hear me? Barely. All right, what about now? Yeah, I can hear you better. Then it's something with my stupid AirPods. I, I don't know why this computer... Both of my huh. computers can't, like, handle them. It seems like every time I use them as a microphone, there's always some sort of issue. Interesting. Okay. Oh, well. Fair enough, fair enough. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I can't go into too much more detail, Uh considering we didn't watch the same amount of episodes for Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to move over to finishing uh, Mushoku Tensei? Because uh, for one, my fault, I didn't realize that it was just one long season. I thought it was seasons one and two and they had split it up in like 13 episodes a piece or 10 episodes. And yeah, but yeah, I, I finally finished it. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, but it, I mean, it's weird because like in some places, yeah, I th they display them as two different seasons uh -huh. but yeah i guess technically it, it is one but not so i deal. gotta say buddy hmm. didn't stick the landing for me the second half of season one really okay yeah yeah i think i i enjoyed the first half of season one a lot more although hmm. the ending the last episode itself with uh rudius getting up and like vowing to go find his mother Mm -hmm. I was I was inspired by that. I thought that was pretty cool. Hmm. But ah, a lot of the other stuff did not land for me. Him fighting the dragon god was kind of interesting, but he came in at such a late time. It was just like, who is this guy? Now there's like this new big bad. All right, I guess. But he well, hadn't been referenced previously. I don't well, know. I mean, they I think they had referenced the I forget what they're called, but there were there's like however many, like six or seven, like people hmm. that exist. And I'm pretty sure he was the, he's the one in the flying, that flying like castle thing that we saw at the very beginning or not the very, not the very okay. beginning. Huh? I, I okay. might, I might be wrong on that, but I thought that was him. Um, like right before the big mana event happened. Mm, we we saw like this teleported. this castle floating in the sky. I thought that gotcha. was the dragon god, but um okay. Um yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember like everything cuz it all kind of like is one thing in my head, but I mean, season 2 it was like I mean, I I remember really enjoying 
wait, so season two is coming out? There's a season well, two? Okay, sorry. I'm re- the second half of season one, however, okay. however we're right. referring to it. The second half of season one, that was like, I, I remember really liking um, like him like meeting his dad again. Yeah, Paul. that, oh, so full disclosies, um, up until like episode 17 or 16, it's dubbed. After that, it's subbed. And your boy was getting a little sleepy. So there were some mm. episodes where I was like nodding off and I was like, oh, I guess this happened. But I know his father came back and they had like a tenuous sort of relationship. And then Rudius was like, let's put the past behind us. Let's, you know, hmm. let's just act like nothing ever happened. And they hugged. I was like, all right, I guess. But uh, that's, what? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you were sleeping through some i i I thought that there that whole episode was really yeah maybe i gotta go back and watch i don't know but Hmm. it didn't it didn't hit the way that i thought it would and i was missing sylphiette i was missing her i know that they left that teaser at the end so i'm hoping there is a season two because the Mm -hmm. entire time i was watching season one i was hoping he would reunite with sylphie or something like and i did not care for the whole eris rudius romance Hmm. And the fact that they fucked. Mm-mm. No, thank you. They are children. They are literal babies. She's 15. Sure. But that boy is what? 12 or 13. How old is he at this point? I'm surprised you have more of a problem with him because he has the mind of. That's what of- I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, so that's your problem. Yes. She okay. believes that he is younger and she's like, I don't care. Whatever. But he had the like he has the mind of now like someone in their 50s, potentially, or like late 40s. And mm-hmm. he's like, he says no. He says no. And then he's like, well, maybe. And then he fucks her. And then there's the whole like the imagery with the wine or whatever Rudius is drinking mm-hmm. that fell off the bed. And it was like this big pool of like burgundy and the the chalice kept like bouncing up, bouncing up, bouncing up. And then it finally like disappeared into the wine as if that was like Rudius popping, uh, Eris's cherry. And I was just like, I'm good. This is like the horniest anime I've ever seen. They, the whole thing with him finding a sister, Aisha or Aisha or whatever. And her knowing that her brother coveted a pair of panties for like years all of that, I was just like, God damn, this is a lot. And I understand <laughs> that it's supposed to be played for comedy, but it was, I don't know, it took me out of it. It it made me wish that I were watching Black Clover even more. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I really... I mean, I didn't, I mean, just like on the subject of like the horniness of this, like I'm never like a huge fan of that in most anime. Um, I feel like I've seen it done worse though. I'm sure you have. Um, well, yeah, I don't know, but, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I just... What? And I have another problem with it. What's the name okay. of the demon that there was that was traveling with them? Rud, Rud, 
what was his name? Rudrid or Rugrid? Oh, yeah, like Rugerd or Rugerd. Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. So here's my problem. Hmm. He is a quote unquote demon, and everyone in this world has been taught to fear them, like to fear his kind of people. Mm hmm. Even though they are perfectly docile, like just chill ass people, mm-hmm. there's a curse that's been put on them, and everyone is supposed to fear them. And Rudius tells Rudrid, or whatever his name is, that uh, the man god told him that the curse will be lifted, and like all you have to do is keep doing good deeds for people and saving people, and eventually they'll see that you're you're just a regular person. As a black dude watching the show, it felt as though like this character was a black person and he was being told, you just have to placate, you just have to be nice, you have to like put yourself at risk and give yourself to everyone else who hates you and show them that you're not a threat. Why does he have to do that? Why does he have to like put himself out there and risk his life? And save all these people and then sort of do like a soft shoe tap dance thing like, hey, I'm not evil. I'm not evil. Like me, please. Like that. No, fuck that. He he is a noble warrior. Mm-hmm. He's out there doing like good work and keeping to himself. That should be enough. I understand that this is like a fantasy world, but I hate that. I hated it. Mm-hmm. And while I was watching it, there was that line where Rudius was like, oh, the man God told me all you need to do is keep saving people and eventually they'll they'll be on your side. Okay, but does that mean every demon has to do that? Do they have to do all that work just to be taken as a person, just to be accepted? Which fell flat for me. It was not okay. While I was watching, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't care for that. And I liked that character. That character was dope. Mm-hmm. And I just wish that wasn't a part of it, you know? Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just a matter of how you like, I I don't know. I I feel like that's just kind of like adding to like, it's just an extra layer of, you know, really shitty tragedy, which not everyone's going to be into. Um, but if this, I mean, it's, they describe it as a curse. So I don't, I don't really understand how, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I I think it's just, I think this specific race of people were cursed. They were quote unquote mm -hmm. cursed. And now he has to do all these tasks and save all the quote unquote normal people, the regular people. He has Mm -hmm. to show them that he's not a threat. Why? That's my thing. Is well, like, how is that lifting the curse? Uh, like, yeah, doing all these good deeds and like all these guys, they're they're marveling over him at the end. They're like, oh my god, ah, oh, you're so not like. Are you one of those? Like, do you have a gem in your head? And he shows them, and they're like, oh, it didn't look like what I thought it would. I understand that I'm looking, but that's the thing. I'm looking at it through the lens of someone who has been who has had to stand in front of a group of uh, Caucasians. Do you guys go by Caucasians now? Or uh, we do, yeah. Okay, That's All the right. accepted uh, terminology. Yeah, 
So I remember this one time I was at a friend's house and, or I was, I went with a friend to his girlfriend's house and the friend's girlfriend's mother was there and she was like, oh, you don't even dress like a black person. Let stand up. Let me see. And like, I stood up and she, yeah, exactly. I was just like, what is happening now? And she was like, oh, well, they, they should all dress like you. And I know that I'm bringing my own baggage into this, but it's also, it's coded. You know, some of this stuff is coded in a certain way where, of course, I'm going to see uh, Rugrid or Ruj, I forget his name, but of course, I'm going to see him. Like, I, I see when you watch something, you you try to identify traits or storylines or um character beats like you try to identify these things in other characters in Mm -hmm. yourself or while you're watching you try to identify them with yourself and when i saw that i was like taken way back to that point i was Mm. like fuck i don't like this at all and i just didn't like the fact that one like oh if you have green hair and the jewel in your head you're an evil person just just off tops just by looking at him because Mm. For so long, I mean, people say like, oh, dark skin, like stay away from people with dark skin, all this other shit. Mm-hmm. They, in the like 1920s and 1910s and uh, 30s and 40s and shit, they had the paper bag test for black people. Did Are you aware of this? Paper bag test? I don't think so. Yeah. If your skin is lighter than uh, mm. a paper bag, you're good to go. <laughs> you're fine. If it's darker, right. you're black. You're you know, inward mm-hmm. shoved in your face, all that shit. So watching this demon uh, shave his head and then cover mm-hmm. his jewel in his head and then do all these things um, to try to save all these other people who wouldn't have appreciated him had he said who he was initially. Like he has to hide who he is before anyone will take him seriously. That bugged the fuck out of me, you know? So mm-hmm. that's part of that, like, soured me on uh the end of the series earlier on i was into it but then he shaved his head he had he hid the jewel and i was like okay you're trying to hide in plain sight fine you're trying to like pass that's whatever but the fact that he has to go through all these like he has to jump through all these hoops didn't care for it yeah uh i mean i yeah i mean i think there's like this is a much larger conversation just in terms of like is it are we supposed to feel inspired by all these hoops he needs to jump through or are we supposed to be is it supposed to be played for like yeah this is a horrible tragedy that this is the existence he has to do i hope so so. i hope it's the latter yeah i don't know i mean i clearly didn't come in with like i wasn't making these you know, comparisons, obviously, um, you know, so, I mean, I think people, different viewers are going to come in with this. I mean, you called it baggage, but I think everything you're saying is a fair, I mean, it's what you felt when you saw it. So like, yeah, yeah. it's totally fair, but yeah, I mean, I do think, yeah, there's a con just about this show and this character in particular. And I think it might just come down to, how his character continues like 
you know, they, oh. they clearly, the story wasn't over here. So it, I think it could be seen as a disappointment once the story comes to an end based on like, is this how it's always supposed to gonna have to be? Or is he going to reach that point? Like you're talking about, or is it just meant to be this like tragedy that will never, you know, there's no escape from, I don't know. And I, so, you know what I mean? So I think it, I hope, it yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I hope there's a season two so they can like greater explore, like they can mm-hmm. explore that a little better. Um, yeah. Because the way that it was left, I mean, it just felt so awkward for him to be standing there and they're like, oh, we, we were told you eat children. And he's like, I don't eat kids. And they all laughed and he was just like standing there. I don't know. So I'm hoping if there is a season two, they get to explore like his thoughts and like his inner uh, turmoil that he's been going through because he's just a guy trying to make it, you know, he's mm-hmm. just trying to get through this world. And luckily he found Rudius who, well, that's the thing. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily remember this and maybe you can uh, help me, but was Rudius initially afraid of him since he had the jewel in his I mean, head and- when, when he first woke up around the campfire with him, uh-huh. I think he was like, he was taken aback for like a minute, but I don't think it had to do anything with the curse. It was just, oh, there's some fucking dude here. And I don't know what just right. happened. And I mean, with Rudius, he he befriended Sylphie, mm-hmm. even when she I, had the green hair. Yeah. And, she, and yeah, well, because so. I, I think a lot of those things they explain by the fact that you know he he was born into this world but he was reincarnated into this world so he doesn't he doesn't have the like the prejudices that others do yeah yeah yeah. um okay but yeah i'm not yeah no i mean yeah that's that's totally fair but uh, i guess the other thing i was going to say was it it is strange just because you know mushoku tensei is clearly not try you know this i wouldn't classify this as like a shonen story really so they're trying to operate in this more serious realm but there's also these kind of like weird over sexualized shonen tropes that i feel so it's more seinen you'd say uh, I'm not really sure how you'd classify this. I, I should mm. look into that more and see what how people think of it. But it's like it's got some of those like juvenile shonen tropes, but then it's also trying to maybe tackle some bigger themes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, may, maybe that's is kind of a failing of the show that or the series where because like you know we're talking about you know, these deep prejudices and, you know, potential racial allegories and everything. And, you know, we're about to talk about Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is a show that handles those very well because it's very serious. There's not right like right. these juvenile moments built baked into that. Yeah, there's no jokes. Serious like on it's, it's, it's taking that very seriously. So maybe it's just, yeah, I mean, I think 
it's it's hard to know exactly what the intentions of Mushoku Tensei are when it comes to these like more serious things and like how serious of a like racial allegory are they trying to make with like Rujard's like uh, race of people and everything. Uh-huh. Um, it could just be this like very unfortunate like parallel that it's like accidentally drawing or it could be serious and they're just not handling it well. Right. So, but yeah, it, it's, it, it is interesting that, but I guess just like the last thing I'll say just in terms of like, I, I think the reason that I'm a little more tolerant of like a lot of the juvenile over-sexualization stuff it, in this specifically is because you're a pervert. Well, that plus, uh, <laughs> That he is this like shitty incel guy. Right, right, right. And right. And I think that it could drive the home the point home more often, but I think it does a fair enough job of like reminding you of reminding you of that and sometimes criticizing. I feel like maybe it could be mm. more critical, but he is this like piece of shit. And he's like, and I think that's kind of what I was talking about last week something that i like about the show is that he he is this new person in the in this new world living this but he's still but he's, his self yeah he's still his self and i think that i did kind of enjoy that very end mm. whether you like the two of them together or think it's ethical or whatever like when he was abandoned by eris oh yeah yeah. And he's like, it broke him. I've always been this piece of shit. Everyone leaves me. And he's just like falls into this kind of, he's reverting back to, you know, they drive the, yeah. the home, the point home, like very obviously in that end where we're seeing him in his like old apartment and then him in that tent. And, you know, so yeah. I, I think that it's walking a very fine line with with a lot of this like juvenile humor and everything but yeah, I guess that's the reason I'm a little more tolerant here versus like more typical shonen stuff because that's just fan service for fan service sake but this is it feels like there's a little more intentionality behind it but um yeah. but yeah, I mean yeah, fair enough. I mean, I I definitely kind of enjoyed the whole ride for what it was, um, and I'm I I think it did very well. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised oh, okay, cool. if it if it gets um yeah gets this a isn't something two. this isn't something that I want to leave in the wasteland quite yet. Like mm. the last episode made me want to keep watching, especially when he found his res- uh, when uh. Rydius found his resolve and he got up and he started walking out and he's like, I'm going to find Zenith, his mother. And he was having those flashbacks to their old, uh, their old home where the maid was there, uh, Lilia or Lila or whatever her name was, and his two baby sisters. And he was looking out for everyone. And he was sort of the man of the house as, uh, Paul, his father, the piece of shit was there, like, like taking care of, things like Rudius was there like commanding everyone and mm-hmm. I don't know I liked I liked the family dynamic of them together and I love his friendship with Sylphie and 
the little tease with her um, telling others about Rudeus, I was very interested to see like where the story went next. So I'm not ready to like write this show off and leave it in the wasteland just yet. I want to see where it goes because I feel like it has a lot of potential. Uh, the first half, like I said, I was into. Um, mm-hmm. It took a couple episodes, but I was into the first half. The second half, not so much, but maybe I need to pay closer attention, go back and rewatch. But yeah, um, all in all, uh, I would say it was good, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not great, but good. Uh, it did make me like yearn to get back into Black Clover. And that's, I think that's what I'm going to do. Like, that's going to be my new, like, I'm watching Black Clover from because magic i've never been like a huge magic or sorcery type person Mm -hmm. couldn't care less but when i was watching black clover they have it's sort of like my hero meets um harry potter or something where Mm -hmm. you have all these different clans or teams or schools of magic and they all do something a little different and i appreciate that in black clover it's uh i believe it's the black bulls are the team and they're like the down and out ragtag team of magicians i really appreciate that because at the end of the day especially in shonen anime it's not about uh, your skill level it's about your heart it's about how much you can dig deep and pull through and that's what the black bulls had in spades so i'm going back to that Next week, you guys are going to hear all about me watching Black Clover. So prepare for that shit. Mm. Um, Nathaniel, would you like to join me? I don't know. Wait, I, oh. well, it, it depends because you you were further than me. Oh, I'm so far. I, I'm so far ahead. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I When it comes to Shonen stuff, I just, when I started, maybe I just wasn't in the right space for it, but starting or watching the couple episodes I did of Black Clover, it was just, I was just sort of like, they were world building. I I get it. You gotta let them build the world. I get it. But it was just sort of like, okay, yes, I understand how shonen stories work. It was just that kind of thing. Then would you like to jump in wherever I'm wherever I'm at? No, I I can't just, I can't do that. That's too crazy. This guy, this guy. We'll see. I, 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 I'm like trying to figure out some other series that I'm sort of trying to like dip my toe into to see if okay. I uh, am into it. And okay. I have one that I am like, don't know that I'm ready to talk about yet. Cause I'm not very far, but I am like mm. trying and it's, I'll say it is a, like a big show, like mm. one of like one of the biggest and there's a, and there's a specific reason, um, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll be prepared to talk about it next week. But there's a very specific okay. reason. But it, it is uh, one of the uh, behemoths of the anime world. Is it One Piece? No. Okay. Fair enough. Um, from here, where do we go next? Do we go Demons? I guess we go Demon Slayer. I was talking my shit last week. I was not impressed by the boy Tanjiro. I just wasn't feeling it. And I'm not sure who, do you know, you, you always know who writes Demon Slayer? Who, who's the author for this shit? Like, what are they doing? Um, 
God, what is their name? It's like on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of your tongue. I think I don't want to. I don't want to speak too soon. Well, I might be wrong. But oh, I might be wrong. Hold on. I'll just. Oh, they're, the I'll, they're 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 anonymous. Apparently, it's a pen name. Ooh, ooh. So I like that. I, I don't know. I I don't. Ah, uh, you know, would be my greatest defeat is to know that whoever wrote Demon's uh, yeah, if a Rocky wrote Demon Slayer, <laughs> if yeah, the JoJo Bizarre's uh, Bizarre Adventures author. Uh, creator or whatever also did demon slayer that would be my greatest defeat well this is hilarious because i went onto the wiki and under the influences tab they said uh they mentioned hirohiko araki's jojo's bizarre adventure Ah, as one of the influences two birds two birds (laughs) how 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 i have no idea i have no idea but either way um yeah what ah. I love this episode. Did you, did you, how did you feel about this episode? Because I went into this like with low expectations. I was just like, all right, we're going to finish this fight mm -hmm. with this uh, belt demon. Maybe I guess, because it got interrupted by the sound Hishida when he went to go uh, rescue his wives. Like they cut that fight short. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know we saw Tanjiro last week sort of uh tap into some of the uh i guess it's the sun hashida um powers like he mm-hmm. I, i'm not exactly sure what's going on i know you've read the manga so you'll you have more knowledge than i but mm. i mean it was kind of like one in here out the other oh i don't uh, totally I, I don't think i have like the Jesus. answers you, right. you want yeah but did you read it while you were like, I don't know, on a treadmill or something? Was, were you like, like, I can't even remember. This was like late 2019 or something. I don't even remember when I was reading this. But right. um, uh, well, I, I'm very curious to see like what you were like really like all about in this episode because for me, I was all about the goddamn fight. What that, are you talking that's what, about? That's what I'm saying. Like for me. It's like, yes, for what we've seen so far, this was clearly like the most exciting episode, but just because we get to see a well animated fight. But other than that, I don't really know what I'm like here for other than, yes, we know that Tanjiro gets into these little moments where he's like bursting at the seams with like passion and he does some like fancy footwork and sword work. And so that's that's what I'm seeing. And it's very thrilling. But you know, visually, but like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out other than that, what, what are you, or is that uh, it? story-wise I'm talking about Rengoku's father writing that letter to Tanjiro mm. talking about how, um, he fell into a deep depression after his wife fell ill and he just couldn't hack it anymore as a father. Mm-hmm. And even though like he abandoned his son and teaching him, his son still raised, uh, like rise to the ranks of Hashida and made him proud. Like, this is a man who's been humbled and he's just like, yo, I'm writing you this letter to let you know. Like, it was like a, a fucking deer slim. I'm writing you this le- like Stan or mm-hmm. that. You remember that Eminem video? Shout out Eminem. Um, you're a big Eminem Stan as everyone should know. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, what I'm talking about is just the story progression. We got Nezuko with a new power up. She's got a horn shooting out of her head. Now she's got, I don't, for, for some reason, uh, like leaves 
Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? I was like, okay, power up means tickle bitties now. Like she, she went from like a 13 year old, uh, with like, and I think a she, year old's and body. I think she is a 13 year old still. Yeah. A- yeah. And, 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 and you're, and you're fine why? with this. They need to do Are you fine? No, okay. No, I'm not. Uh, thank you for bringing it up because I literally wrote power up equals big old titties. Why? Because they didn't need to do that at all. <laughs> I, at all. I mean, like, I was, it, it was cool with yeah. like the leaves over her uh, legs and body and everything. That was fine. I was like, okay, I guess we'll figure that out later. And then her veins were popping and then her tits just got huge. And I was like, why? Yeah, I, I was like laughing out loud when that happened. And I was really trying to remember if that happened in the manga because I didn't recall that. But maybe it did. And I just can't remember. <laughs> I have no idea, but I mean, look, I'm not, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, puritanical, like little Amish boy or anything. I love tickle bitties. I love them all, but it's so goddamn weird that they would do that when it's established that Tanjiro's the older brother and Tanjiro's like 15, 16 at most. He's keeping his little sister who's a demon in a box. And when she breaks out and gets super angry, her tits get huge. Maybe we're focusing on the wrong things, but it, I mean, they, they like the yeah. camera zoomed yeah. in on them yeah. titties. Well, that's what, <laughs> the maybe, camera, that, maybe that's they, why I was laughing. Maybe the manga paneling yeah. was more modest than this. Yeah, the camera literally just went, it zoomed in and her tits went from like B's to D's instantly. And I was like, I feel All like, right. I feel like if she's transforming into this, like, I feel like the movement would be hindered more oh, from so titty should be more top I, heavy yeah i would think mm. that she would want to morph into something a little more like slender and agile sleek, like or something some a cups nah i mean you, you can't have that true you can't have that not an anime true everyone's got to be super goddamn top heavy um no but this entire fight it was it was the stakes like before tandro he's just fighting like all we've seen so far i feel like for the most part is uh the demon slayer core uh fighting demons in like unpopulated areas you know no one's really at risk in this there are all these houses around the demon throws her belts through all these homes like the guy comes out and he's like wagging his finger he's like you guys can't be fighting out i don't know what you're doing yada 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 and i'm thinking like okay he's gonna die obviously but that's it and then the demon like throws her belts through all the homes crushes him there's dead bodies everywhere there's people laying under rubble there's all this blood and i'm like all right there's devastation here there's like a catastrophe tanjiro can't walk away he has to defeat this demon here and now and there's no hashida like the stakes have been they've never been higher even on spider mountain when he was fighting all those spider demon people because Mm -hmm. he knew the hashira were coming he knew that like there are other demon slayers in the vicinity, but right now it's just him and it's all the flashbacks. It's him like seeing his siblings, the, the little sister saying, please, big bro, you need to breathe. And him like clutching his chest and starting to puke because he did the recovery breathing just to have that stamina to keep going. And when he did that, it took him to another like level apparently it's mm-hmm. like i said when goku's father writing that letter it's uh 
his younger brother telling the story about how Nezuko has always had this resolve within her when someone's being victimized. It's all that shit. So, yeah, when you say like, oh, I'm wondering like what it is that you saw. I saw everything. I know that you've read the manga and you think Demon Slayer is mid at best. But my guy, how? How do you think it's? Oh, it's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. And then you get them little buff mice down there. You get the comedy. You get them. You get them big titted uh, ten. Tengu wives, you, you got it all. There's nothing this episode doesn't have, basically, from my standpoint. That doesn't have any JoJo's. Doesn't have any stands. <sighs> what do we God. got? Demon abilities. Thank God. I mean, but they narrate the same as JoJo's. If if it, I, that's where I'll say, like, I can see, I can see the JoJo's influence is <laughs> is the demons will. They will be like, oh, my belts, they they wrap you up and they yeah, suck your energy. These yada, are, yada. These are like, like, I can see that. These are like broke ass stands. Bullshit, broke <laughs> ass. Get out of here. I can't. I can't. But I did enjoy like finally getting uh, some history on Tanjiro's scar when uh, when Rengoku's father was writing the letter and he's like, oh, I've been told like the Sunfire or the Sun Shida, they have, they've been blessed with uh, the scar just like you have on your forehead, yada, yada, yada. And we find out that like Tanjiro's scar comes from a childhood accident that's only changed since another fight, which I'm sure we'll find out is a red herring and he's actually had it under his skin this entire time later on because he's got the power within him. But in this moment where he doesn't believe that he is capable of doing these things, he still tries. He still puts himself in the thick of it because who else is going to do it? No one. No one else is there. So that's the type of stuff that I'm here for. It's it's like textbook 101 shonen shit but they're doing it in in such a way that ah it's so pleasing to the eye because the art is there it's so beautiful and the conviction like you're seeing tanjiro's eyes fill with blood there's nothing stopping this man in this moment it yeah it checked off a lot of boxes for me especially after last week where i was like left wanting more this is the more this is what i was here for Mm. Oh, also the flashbacks with or Muzin um, giving the demon um, some visions of obviously Tanjiro's father uh, going one on one with Muzin because mm, right. I I think that's what was going on, right? Uh, I th- it, that's that was my understanding. Yeah, so we we get to see an actual son Hashida like out there in the shit. And it's Tanjiro's father. He's got those white eyes and he just looks like a goddamn menace. He looks like a problem. He looks like something that every demon should quake with fear. And the fact that Tanjiro is his son and Nezuko is his daughter, maybe that means like Nezuko's got extra power because she is the daughter of a son Hishida. I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested to find out. That's for sure. Like mm-hmm. it not only did it, answer some questions but it left me with more questions coming out of this episode that i can't wait for more so that's what i'm saying when i'm watching this i'm like oh hell yeah this is what i'm talking about sundays mean something again basically 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it left a lot of questions for me too. At like, you know, when is the show gonna get <laughs> good? No, I'm just joking. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, one thing I wish <laughs> in those flashbacks. Uh, well, but I mean, you know, we already saw this the family, but the the fuck, what's what's his name again? The Rengoku. Yeah, I. I wish that's something I wish we had in real life where everyone like families just had the same crazy hair and that's how you could easily identify. Yeah. People. I wish that was more of a thing. Yeah. But I dig that where they all, where they're all blonde with the red tips and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I got, <laughs> I got nothing else to say. Wow. Good, you weren't filming this fight. episode at all. It's just like, I, I'm just, I'm here for the, you know, I'm here for just to check in and see what's going on. I, I never, it's the show Demon Slayer. It's like I say over and over, it's, it's got great animation, great mm. fights. But other than that, like the world and the characters, it's not, I'm not like a hundred percent here for it. <sighs> You're one of three i've i've heard of. sure that's like that's fine like the boy tanjiro he had a move called like burning bones summer sun or some shit mm-hmm. oh my god like the uh i can't i can't with you right now it I am, it's just like oh. it's like i don't know it, it's like the burning just earnestness passion of like a shonen protagonist it's like i i get it i get why it's infectious but it's just it's right now it's just i'm not like 100 percent dead inside you are dead inside sir there's a cold black piece of like doo-doo where your heart should be maybe and me my heart is a flame with Mm. uh tanjiro kamado like I love that kid, mm-hmm. love him and his sure. little sister with her new demon form, with the horns shooting out of her head and her yeah, tickled bitties. Yeah, you you love the new demon form. Ah, uh, shut up. Yeah, how's she I'm gonna fit? How's she gonna fit back? How's she gonna fit in that box? <laughs> oh my god, they're gonna have to uh, like mutate that box to have like a titty hole, like two titty holes for her. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't. I'm here for it. You're not. Mm-hmm. I am. It is what it is. We're watching it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens next week. I'm looking forward to it. Nathaniel isn't. You heard it here first. Let's get to AOT. Attack on Titan. It's back. The boys are back. The boys are back in town. Um. Your boy Aaron is getting fucked up. I mean, mm-hmm. I appreciated the fact that he was like out there like, oh, my God, everything about this episode I was here for. Um, yeah. Aaron is a goddamn menace. He will not take no for an answer. Yelena, that bob headed bitch was like, Aaron, you'll get beat up if you go out there. And he's like, bring it on. Let's go. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Um, first and foremost, potentially, I don't know if it's for sure or not, but potentially F's in the chat for our boy, Levi, Levi Ackerman. He was not looking good. Mm -mm. I mean, I'm hoping. Oh, what? 
No, no, go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, Hanji herself, like she's the most, uh, she's not like a doctor, but I feel like she would know if she looks at someone, whether they're Sure, 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 sure. But she was also surrounded by Jaegerists mm. who were like, let me get a look at him. I'll, I'll make sure he's dead. That's true. And, she could uh, she could have been lying. Yeah, he could have had like a faint pulse, at which point it makes perfect sense why she would retreat and disappear into the woods with Levi's torso. I don't I don't know what's going to happen next, but I oh man, F's in the chat potentially for Levi Ackerman. I'm not I'm only saying that because it's left ambiguous. And in this show, if you leave a death ambiguous and they didn't die. Personally, yeah, I, I mean, I even I mean, we saw that from the very beginning of Attack on Titan, yes. where you, you yeah. got the boy chopped in half, basically, and swallowed. Yeah, and even that's not enough. So, right, right. Like when Aaron first died, I was just like, "Well, what happens next?" And then Aaron came back, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I would not be surprised if Levi came back in a few episodes. Um, but if he, if he doesn't, I mean, man, we just lost one of the greatest. OMD fighters and commanders that the island of Paradis has ever known. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, well, let's get into the f- what? Well, I mean, I was, unless you want to get into a different part, I mean, I was just going to bring up since, you know, in that scene uh, with Levi, we, yeah, 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 we get Zeke coming Zeke, out. Yeah, no, I was just about to say Zeke hanging full brain, coming out cheeks up. Um, and he is rebuilt. He is he is a man again. He's got, he's got nothing talk- to hide. Yeah, no, he's he's swinging uh, he's swinging main brain <laughs> everywhere. He's just like, let's go, let's get out of here. He, um, he, he he crawled out of a rib cage, full nude. You know, and we got he's doing his thing. We got a look at the path or what he he claimed yeah, was he, the path. We don't yeah. know too much about it. Right, 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 right. It's like this uh, Aurora, Bore- Aurora Borealis type thing where he's like laying in the sand and there's a woman rebuilding his his body. And that mm-hmm. makes me wonder, like, while she's like rebuilding him, was he like, yo, put a, put a couple inches down there, you know, like throw, throw me mean, some more. He, he said that give it- me, Give he, me a little bit more meat. I mean, he, he said that he, you know, it felt like years going by so i feel like he must have had a conversation with her where he could had to he could have brought it up yeah yeah he's like look uh i had a tough go of it there's sand and there's sand everywhere just grab a couple other fistfuls you know what's it gonna hurt you know (laughs) dump dump a little bit more on uh but that being said we get i mean it it catches us up in media res. We are back in that moment where peak mm. has, um, signaled Poco. Was that his name or Polo? I forget his name, but signal, yeah. uh, for the troops to come in, uh, Gabby, that fucking traitorous, treacherous bitch is there. And she's just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, peak, you're not a traitor. And peak's like, how could I ever, you know, but, Marley Tintos to the ground. Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting because Peak is at a point now where she's like, I don't trust right. Marley. All I tr- all right, I care about right. is my comrades. Yeah. My people, the people I've been fighting with, which I can appreciate, you know? Yeah. These are, these are and, her uh, brothers in arms. And yeah, I mean, we're just like definitely as an audience reminded that like we're at a point where it's like the only loyalty, uh, all the loyalties at this point are just like personal, like, 
and, and we and we yeah, see that you're fighting for family and, and we see that play out very much kind of you know i don't know if we want to fully get there yet but in with like the main the rest of the main uh scouts mm. in the in the jail cell where they're just like well yes. we could save aaron but that means we got to go forward with the like the euthanization of like well no it doesn't people. mean well i they say like we could fight or we could save aaron but that also means fighting alongside zeke because they've come to the realization that maybe aaron was um, saying some of this stuff just to get to a point where he could do away with Zeke and uh, Yelena, but they're not there yet. So they like the the scouts. They understand that if they throw in with Aaron, they're also throwing in with Zeke and Elena, Yelena, and they have to like show that you know show that camaraderie at least for a little bit. Who knows how long it's going to last? But this fight between Aaron and all of Marley's forces. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, have we, have we seen such a show of force yet? I, I doubt it. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. headshotted Aaron like twice. They fucking yeah. blew his shit apart and the motherfucker is still screaming bloody murder. Him and Rainer uh, are going at it. And I was a little I was a little underwhelmed because I thought Aaron would just get in there and just wreck shop and fuck everything up for Reiner because Reiner's a little bitch and I hate him. But you see Poco like running around like sliding off Warhammer spikes and Reiner is there. Uh they're they're just duking it out. And I love the fact that like Aaron he'll he'll do that thing where he crystallizes his fists yeah. to make them more. Ah, God, everything, everything about these fights. Perfect. Do you have any uh, thoughts going in? I mean, I kind of knew what to expect. (laughs) Obviously, yes, Nathaniel, but seeing it animated now. Yeah, no, it's... Pretend that you haven't read the manga months ago, years ago. Pretend, get back to that point. And you're seeing all this Mm -hmm. for the first time. Get get me to that point. You know, talk to me about that, where you're... Get me to the point where you're reading this for the first time mm. and now you're seeing it on screen. I talk to me about that. I mean, it's it's just like the first time, I mean, it was I was on the edge of my seat because I mean it's like there's mm. so many like irons in the fire in terms of like where it's gonna go. Because right at this moment, you got Aaron up against the ropes, seemingly. And yeah. I and I love the like touch of because we when the fight is sort of first breaking out, we get in Aaron's head and we're like seeing him up close and he's like, you wouldn't be doing this, Reiner, if you knew like what you were stepping into. But then narratively, we back away and we never go back internally. So while he's getting his mm. shit wrecked, we don't know what he's thinking. Good point. You know, Good so point. and then. Yeah, elsewhere it's like, well, we get Gabby coming to the real and peak and them and some of the Mar and the the Marley, you know, forces getting like word of like, well, if Aaron all it's gonna take is Aaron and Zeke touching each other, coming into contact. Mm-hmm. So that's like the thing that we can't let happen. And right. I don't think, you know, I don't think they know where Zeke is at this moment. 
Um, but we know that Zeke's okay. So it's like, we know Zeke's okay. His first priority is probably going to be getting to Aaron, but we got Aaron up against the fucking ropes. And then you got the scouts, like the OG scouts in the fucking jail cell getting let uh, free. But they're like, yeah, do we want, they're conflicted. Yeah, they're conflicted about what to do. It's like, do we activate the rumble, like assist in the activation of the rumbling? Do, like, we all love Aaron. Like, are we going to like not work with him? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a total. And I appreciate Armin coming to the boy Aaron's defense yet again. Nathaniel, I feel like you are my Armin. Mm. And should I one day go off the rails, I need you to be like, sh- like, I need you to be in my goddamn corner the way Armin is for Aaron because he's been beat to shit by Aaron. Like Aaron really embarrassed him uh, a few episodes ago last, like in part one of season four Mm -hmm. and then locked him up with all his friends. And Aaron is still like, you know what? Hear him out. (laughs) So I need that same energy from you from a best friend. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, if you were to like, if we ever get in a place where we're in a room together and you bitch slap me around like in front of everyone, it's going to be hard to like be in your corner after that. But I will do. Yeah, I, I hope that I am. Just please know it's come. for the greater good. That's true. If I ever have to get to that point, that, that you should know. Yeah, that's the thing that Armin always has. Is he's like, well, surely Aaron has some sort of plan that he's not letting us know about. He has to. Aaron has to be playing uh, 60 chess at this point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, everything like from the Marley standpoint where they're coming in on those airships, they're on the rooftops it, and fucking popping people off with the OMD gear. It, it yeah, was they, brutal. It was so fucked. Yeah. I mean, just like all that imagery of just like streets of just dead scouts like everywhere falling off the rooftops you know i mean it's oh man it's just yeah i mean it's like because the start of season four with like the assault on marley was hearkening back to like the first episode but now with this it's like hearkening to the assault on marley and it's just this never Mm -hmm. it's just like reinforcing the like endless violence kind of violence of it all Um, (sighs) but i mean yeah i'm just so like i'm excited and nervous Ooh, it's because i i feel like i mentioned well i don't know it's just the discord like attack on titan is like one of the biggest modern anime like everyone loves it it's like so it's like how when you when something this monumental comes to an end it's yeah it's there's gonna be feelings yeah like on both sides there's powerful feelings and i i went through that in in the manga world when it happened and so i'm just very interested to see oh boy everything like your your takes and and for me to just live it because it's like again you know we're, we're talking about like I've read what we're reading of Demon Slayer. I'm seeing it animated. It's cool. But like for me to see this animated, I'm still like watching this episode. Like I feel like that I'm on the edge of my seat, even though I know like where everything's going. It's just Attack on Titan is just one of those, uh, one of those series. 
Hmm. For me, at least. Uh, but oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like for everyone who's yeah. watching it, there are some who 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 I know who've said like, "Oh, it's overrated." Yada yada mm. yada. I don't see that at all. I I feel like it is one of the greatest uh, animes or anime that I've seen recently, mm-hmm. or, or if not ever, just storytelling, structure, plot, all that characterization everything like there's so many layers to this shit and Mm -hmm. it's one of the stories that i've been like waiting to complete for so long that i'll be so upset if i don't feel as though story like has a true resolution Mm. i don't want any like oh but what if like i don't want that not with this show you I want like so what? you want in terms of how this show completes itself you want like defi- do you want like definitive answers or do you just not like do you not want it to end in this ultra ambiguous right state? i don't want it to be ambiguous like what happens next like i don't oh, want okay. any questions as far as like like what's going to happen to the world at large necessarily i want hmm. I want there to be resolution to the to the people that we've been with for the last four seasons. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see their stories conclude. I would like that. I don't want it to be like an Angel season five where it's like the fight oh, keeps right. going and that it's just the fight. Like, no, I don't need that. Not with yeah. this. Right. Not with this because it's been an onslaught of just like, fight after fight after fight, war after war, so much drama and so much turmoil. Mm -hmm. I would like to see there be some sort of resolution. I need there to be. Like, otherwise, what has this all been for? The fact that, like, Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin, they got to the ocean. I remember when they got to the ocean a few seasons ago. I thought that was, like, a beautiful ending to the season. And I would like something similar to that for the entire series. Not necessarily where it's the three of them all like crowded around, like hugging each other, because I don't believe that's going to happen. There's been too much bloodshed. There's been too many lies told for the three of them to ever come back together. Mm -hmm. But I would like there to be like a resolute ending. What? No. Yeah. It's, I mean, what? I'm not going to respond to any of this, but I know, but you're just laughing. You're just like, Oh, you're going to be so fucking pissed. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. I, well, I can't wait. Cause I, it, it, it's, it is surreal because I feel like I just, it feels like just yesterday I was like reading the final chapters and like getting to the Uh end and to see it, we're in the, the true end game here with the anime. Like, um, I'm, yeah, I'm just excited to like relive it all Wow, and everything that comes along with that. It's, uh, Yeah. I'm excited. Oh boy. And I'm worried now. All I'm going to say is you are going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Or happy. Or really happy. Or you're just going to be like, meh. One of those three. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if I came to the podcast after the final episode and I was like, yeah, it was all right. (laughs) Yeah. 
I, I, I really hope I don't have that because that would <laughs> that would break me if I if I left the entire series and the final episode, I was like, all right, yeah, it's fine. I I don't think that'll happen. I mean, I did see it was a spoiler image. I, I believe I told you about this um, with like gummy bears. And they're like, attack oh, on Titan. right. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. They said like you spoilers saw, for the last. Yeah, yeah, you saw for the people who listeners who don't remember this or didn't listen to this podcast, you said, and I don't know what it is, but you said that you saw someone recreate something in gummy yeah. bear form with yeah. gummy bears. I'm so, I feel like, oh man. And I can't look it up. Like I can't go back and find it because then I, I might like actually spoil myself. I have like but, ideas about what it could be, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I saw that and I was just like, okay, all right. I guess that's going to happen then. I mean, and yeah. now I have that in the back of my head. So when it finally happens, I'll be like, that was the gummy bear scene. I'm just like, yeah. I'm so curious if it's something that's like about to happen or if it's like the very end. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I won't know until the very end. So, I mean, listeners keep keep listening, I guess. You guys are going to have to find out when I find out. Because there, um, there's something that's like close that I feel like it could be, but mm. ah, I don't know. <sighs> well. You'll d- definitely remember to bring it up when oh, you see it happen. For sure. For fucking sure. So, were there any other um, notes or things that you mm. want to talk about regarding AOT? Uh, I think we covered most of what I wanted to talk about. Um, mm. No, yeah, I, I can't think of anything. I'm just uh, that, super excited. I mean, Sundays, Sundays, Sundays are, mean are something again. Yeah. Jesus, you're gonna have to step your fucking game up if you want to be spoken about on this podcast. I mean, it's all AOT and Demon Slayer from my point of view. I don't know about you, Nathaniel, but uh, next week we're gonna be covering seven episodes of Dragon Ball Z plus the episodes that Nathaniel didn't watch from this week. Yeah. 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 Um, also, Nathaniel has another anime that he may or may not speak about Oof. next week we'll on see. the podcast. We'll see. We shall see. It's a big one. It's a big one. Um, also, we're going to be talking to AOT and Demon Slayer as they're airing every Sunday from here until whenever. So guys, rate and review, like us on iTunes, check us out on Spotify. You already know where we are. This has been Wasteland Anime Pod. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>